Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to the pod. Episode yeah. six. Woo, 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 woo. Um, first of the year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I guess we can just go right into it. Gabby, what did you learn this week? Or, you know, let's do, I can we do two? What, two what we learned this no, week? No, what did you learn this week and a goal that you have for this year? Oh, that's a good right? one. Okay. Um, okay. okay, what I learned this week. You always start with me. <laughs> yeah sorry if you want i can also start yeah okay actually what i learned this week is literally just what i told you 20 minutes ago which is um yeah one of my family friends like passed and he was 25 and he suffered a stroke and i feel like lately and somebody else messaged me and one of their friends suffered a stroke and i feel like there's just been a lot of like honestly like death recently like i don't know i don't mean to start it off on such a whatever but okay this is yeah. actually kind of crazy because Last night I went to dinner with Fran and her cousins and they were saying that like one of them has has like a nursing friend or someone who works in nursing and she was apparently saying that it's been a crazy like month for people in the ER it's like people weird. just dropping like flies it's and I'm like that is weird scary mm-hmm. and I feel like you know I thought about it this a lot during the height of COVID and then you know at a certain point like I feel like we all kind of blocked it out of our minds a little bit for the sake of sanity and some people couldn't and i acknowledge that but you know i don't know i feel like it was a lot and people have been thinking of death in a lot of ways and and mourning a lot of lives in the last few years but when it hits very very close to home i think it feels like even more i don't know even more what's the word that i'm looking for like it just hits you more and so i've been thinking a lot i guess about just like yeah that I'm like lucky to be alive it's so corny but it's like I'm lucky to be alive and I'm I'm grateful for every moment and it really is true that you have to make the most out of everything and I try to I think live my life by that philosophy anyways but it's definitely like heightened um in the face of so much loss yeah that's what I learned I guess yeah (laughs) this week and and what I've known but what I've been reminded about and then my goal for this year is um just to really invest more in my like artistic career getting headshots tomorrow i have somebody working on a website for me so i feel like i'm yeah i don't know if i told you that no one of my friends graduated from like a ux ui boot camp and so she wanted like clients and she had like a like a lower uh rate because she's just starting out she doesn't have anybody yet so i was like yeah i'll 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 get a website so cool yeah and so i'm putting like everything on there and i feel like even looking at it all in one place i'm like wow i actually do a lot and i would like to invest more in this because I already spent so much of my life on it, but mm-hmm. I just don't get paid for it. So if yeah. I can figure out how to make that a career, I feel like that would be, that'd be amazing. So that's my goal for the year. Yes. That's good. Hmm. Um, what I learned this week, uh, I had a therapy session this week that I think was pretty enlightening because I started out, um, just like, I started out having a conversation with my therapist because I was talking about coming off of my meds and I was like, I didn't tell you that I already started doing that because Mm. I was worried that you would be disappointed in me. And she was like, Gabby, let's unpack that. And I was like, what do we have to do? Leah, let's not actually. (laughs) like, let's chill. Um, But then we did and we talked for like 45 minutes and then again, all comes back to my childhood and all of that kind of stuff. But what I did learn was that I put so much value into my strengths and my passions and like my ambition. I place so much of my self-worth. Sorry. It's like Gus and Marvel are having a moment. Are, yeah. She's like sniffing <laughs> like his standoff. asshole and he's trying to scratch his scratch post. 
but you know <laughs> anyways so brief intermission over <laughs> i learned that i mean i knew i placed a lot of value into like and a lot of my self-worth i based on my ambition and my drive and my like need to succeed and my like goals and wants for things like my artistic create whatever i i have like so much drive and like ambition there and i feel like i've always been ambitious and i've always like wanted things really hard and we were talking about that and we were talking about like other qualities of mine that i have that i like that are like innately mine that aren't something that would be celebrated right oh yeah i remember like... this text you sent me yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> things that are not like external as much yeah right? like, something that like like basically baseline is that I placed a lot of value into these strengths of mine because I would get external validation from those. Like if I was ambitious and I worked really hard and I tried so hard to be the best at everything that I did, Mm -hmm. I would then be like pleasing a lot of people. I would then receive praise. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, the Leo in me. What can I say? Ever. (laughs) My therapist was like, but what are things about you that you like that are just like not Mm -hmm. things people regularly like praise Mm -hmm. or like you know like they're not a product that you create Mm -hmm. and I was like oh I don't fucking know and then I started thinking about it and I came up with a list of things that I actually like about myself and things Mm -hmm. that I would have considered like weaker traits Mm -hmm. that I actually Mm -hmm. think are really good things like Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty sensitive person Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that can be good because then I'm very empathetic Mm -hmm. I am very loyal I'm like, you know, I just have like Mm -hmm. a lot of other qualities and things to offer. And I learned that this week. I was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. I actually like have more than I thought Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. Um, Because before, if anybody asked me like, oh, what's your favorite thing about yourself? I would have always said my ambition. Hmm. Um, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think something that I really like about you is you that's like in that nebula of like not related to your ambition is you kind of make room for everything and by that I mean like it's kind of has to do with your sensitivity I feel like you pay attention to to other people but never you don't like not at the expense of yourself or like the greater problem or the greater perspective I feel like you're good at like a little bit looking outside of everything and everyone and recognizing like what hill to die on and what fight not to like engage in um in the world in your career like in your relationships truly and and that kind of makes it more comfortable for everybody because I feel like you just you give enough to you give enough attention to everything that needs attention but you don't like blow it up you know that's so nice uh, it's true yeah of course oh. mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sit with that for next <laughs> time <laughs> like, next Leo. time on Survivor <laughs> you know Next time on Gabby's life. Guys, we can't give you your last name. Almost exposed my last name. We can't dox ourselves for the whole 20 people who watch this. I know. To our whole eight subscribers. (laughs) Our 30 TikTok followers. Actually, Instagram followers. Oh, yeah, we have 30. Yeah, come on. Okay. Famous. Guys, when you add it all together, (laughs) it's not nothing. Yeah. Um, Um. and then my goal for this year, I I have um, I just want to achieve more balance in my life, whether that's like a work life balance or like social life and alone time balance. I just I think I need more of that. I need to just take more time for myself and mm-hmm. maybe stress a little bit less about my career or mm-hmm. what job's going to come next um, because I do work contract to contract. But I feel like. 
I can just take it easy a little bit this mm-hmm. year and let myself rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think especially in your industry, it's so important because if you don't give it to yourself, like nobody will. Like if anything, like they're asking so much of you already. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's really important that you give that time to yourself. Also, I feel like you have enough examples at this point of like things working out that you can like, you know, yeah. reliably expect the next thing to come. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Guys, drop in the comments what wow. your goals for this year yes. are. We want to hear them. We want to cheer you on. Please um, let us know because I would love yeah. to read comments. <laughs> I would love to. And I also kind of want to be inspired by some. Oh, I want to yeah. know what the hell to do with my life. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell me what you're doing with yours. Yes. Oh, hi, um, sir. Come here. Hey. Hi, Gus. Um, so should we continue on? We thought this week we would yep. dive into um, celebrity gossip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, We've mm-hmm. both been very into blinds, mm-hmm. like celebrity like blinds. Blind items. Um, specifically, we've been listening a lot to the podcast Fluently Forward, which Shout is out. fantastic. You so should good. listen to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like this kind of jumps off of the back of our Gaylor episode, but that mm-hmm. was like three months ago. <laughs> um, it was okay. It was December, <laughs> to be fair. No, it was fucking beginning of November. That we filmed that episode. You did your Christmas tree up in the beginning of November. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was end of November. Okay, but yeah. I was like... Either way. Okay, yeah. It was a long time it ago. It was a long time. It was like a month and a half. A month and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, jumping off that, like, Gaylor essentially is made up of, like, a lot of, like, blind items, close reading, connecting the dots. And I feel like celebrity gossip, especially when it comes to blind items, is the same. So there will be, like... You'll have sources, um, various different sources that are like close to celebrities or like in the industry or sometimes celebrities will even like leak certain things themselves, but keep it like coded. And then if you combine all these sources and like everything, you know, and everything you've heard and all the interviews and you try to like connect the dots, I feel like it kind of forms a story. And so podcasts like Fluently Forward do that where they they'll read blind items and they'll also have like knowledge of other things like that the person has said or done or interviews or whatever and then they'll kind of put it together as a cohesive whole um i think what we're most interested in honestly is like all the gay blind items like Mm -hmm. because there's just so many yeah um but there are also some really fascinating ones like i listened to an entire new girl episode that was really interesting i haven't gone to that one Um, i listened to the game of thrones one oh that was really interesting i haven't watched game of thrones but i imagine Um, it would be like huge but it was like sophie turner joe jonas blinds Mm, like Maisie williams yes oh yeah i know them yeah 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 whoa okay and then (laughs) gabby also has some hypotheses that they'd like to share conspiracies (laughs) yeah but one specifically that i needed to dedicate a podcast episode to okay Kristen stewart Mm -hmm. robert pattinson Mm -hmm. let's set the tone here Mm -hmm. uh they start dating at the height of twilight 2010 maybe 2009 yeah i don't know i don't know um let's be fucking for real that was absolutely a PR relationship. Have, yeah. I haven't listened to any blinds on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have theories. Mm-hmm. I there's think... there was a little bit about that in that episode that I just finished. But oh, you know, okay. Yeah. It said the same thing. You will. Oh, yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it's entirely too convenient. Mm-hmm. Like their entire timeline. Like yeah, they date each other and then. Um, like at the height of their career, like when it's the yeah. most convenient for them to be together because the entire world is shipping them. That's like, so obvious. With any PR like relationship in general, when anybody gets together at the height of their career, it's like so obviously PR. I know. 
it's like fucking um yeah. what's his name tom holland and zendaya and zendaya Anyways, continue. yeah <laughs> oh we could do this for every, we, we could do this for every, every movie couple. like yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so them in particular i think is really interesting because of like the way their careers have gone and specifically kristen stewart how she's come out um i think she like they were together a because it pushed their careers forward but also because she was gay she's a lesbian Mm -hmm. and she couldn't come Mm -hmm. out like it's 2008 2009 Mm -hmm. 2010 a little bit of a better time but Mm -hmm. still it wasn't great to be Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. and i don't think hollywood would have accepted a lesbian they still don't really Mm -hmm. and Um, would you know the thing about twilight and the twilight franchise is that she was already giving so little like not that she's a bad actress (laughs) but in the whole like that's the joke right where she's so tortured and like kind of quiet and cold that it's like you needed a love story in there to be believable and if you also made her gay it really would have killed all those movies yeah yeah so they start dating i think genuinely they were like this is a smart move for us but then Kristen Stewart somehow falls in love with a woman. Mm-hmm. And we have this whole bust up of Kristen Stewart cheating on Robert Pattinson, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, everybody in Hollywood cheats. But I also think like with that specific situation, I bet she was caught by some kind of paparazzi whatever somebody caught her with a woman Mm -hmm, and then they were like well she's with robert pattinson that's not Mm -hmm. good and then her team and his team were like okay we need to cover this up you need a bigger scandal Mm -hmm. because you being gay cannot be public Mm -hmm. um so let's set you up with this director of this movie that you're working Mm -hmm. on you have this very public kiss like honestly come on it was a weird angle Mm -hmm. in hollywood that happens in the middle of the fucking street you're in a public relationship that's set up they called the paparazzi whatever that's whole and then Mm -hmm. there's this whole thing like oh kristen stewart cheating on robert Mm -hmm. pattinson because people are going to get over that way Mm -hmm. more than they're going to get over kristen stewart isn't available for me to like anymore Mm -hmm. or you know i think that 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 photo as well with the director i don't know if i'm right we might have to Google it is was on set even like yeah, I, yeah. which is like even what it's so obvious it like on set around like cast crew you're telling oh, me that like, they would like openly just kiss are you yeah. fucking kidding also you know i not to say that i know kristen stewart's type but wasn't he some like old fuck like this like old guy with this like wife and kids like i i don't really know if that's case Stu's <laughs> type like Oh no! It wasn't on set. It was just like randomly. But it was like, like right outside of set. Um, and they're like, "What is this pose? No, this pose. What like, is that? What no, is that? I'm going in for the what video the viewers this? of this podcast. I will insert these pictures. And he's making direct eye contact like, with the camera. Rupert Sanders. She literally looks like she does not want to get further away from him. Also, look how close that shot is. Like. That is posed. They're like posing for their prom pictures. It's such a close photo that I really don't see how it wouldn't be. Yeah. No, this is fully PR because like, I don't know, either maybe Robert Pattinson's gay too and they were bearding for each other. I feel like Mm -hmm. he was her beard Mm -hmm. and he needed the fame mm-hmm. or like it was good for his mm-hmm. career so I they can, dated i can even believe that they had like a little fling or whatever sure. like what in hollywood whatever everybody fucks everybody like <laughs> i can totally believe that there's like this movie intense vibes whatever maybe they like hook up a little maybe they have a little fling but i don't think it was like as intense as they were trying to spin it i know 
Yeah, I don't think so. And they were together for the four years or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's insane. I really don't believe that for mm-hmm. a second. <laughs> it's a long time. I mean, it was also just, like, the duration of the movies. Like, it, it lines so up cool. too well. And the fact that she cheats on him, like, mm-hmm. at the end or after, mm-hmm. they're probably just trying to dispel the fact, like, people were like, let's bring back Twilight yeah. or, like, we want more or something. And they're yeah. like, no, we need to end this. Yeah. And so they have this whole scandal. And, like, well, now they're not going to be together. Mm-hmm. For a while, I also thought that Kristen Stewart may have even had a fling with the girl who plays Alice. Mm. I don't know what her name is. Ashley or something? I don't know. Green? Ashley Green. Ashley Green. Yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe they would even have a little bit of a thing. Um, I think there were some blind items of them, like, flirting a lot on set or being, like... I buy it. You know, you buy it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like Kristen Stewart gives such lesbian vibes. She really does. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it's sure, maybe, like, what... Five years ago or something, she came out as bi. Mm-hmm. Um, or I don't know if she pub- she said that, but I feel like I heard it yeah, somewhere that know. she said mm-hmm. maybe on SNL or something like, "Oh, I'm bi or I'm queer." Or oh, something she was like on lines. SNL. She was like, "I'm so gay, dude." Oh yeah, yeah. Which and she hasn't dated. That's enough a man for me. Since. Yeah, that's enough. For that's me. crazy. Like she she's engaged like, to a woman. Yeah. You ever see that Tostinos? Uh, sketch on SNL. I don't know what it's called. Tostitos? Tostinos? No. It's like this like sketch she does with Kate McKinnon and they're like making out in this kitchen or whatever. It's actually kind of like... Wait, I have seen this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Oh my god. Aubrey Plaza was on SNL or she's hosting I SNL tonight that. and she did like a promo and she ended up just like kissing mm-hmm. the girl for like mm-hmm. the other girl. We should put that on later. <laughs> we should. <laughs> I just start at 11.30 so kind of yeah. late but at least we'll catch her monologue. Yeah. You know? I love Aubrey Plaza. She's blonde now. How do you feel about that? Sorry, um, tangent. I think it's okay. I think hmm. brunette suits her. Better. I think so too. <laughs> but I think it's okay as well. But I do think brunette. She just did it for a movie, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So undo it for the movie. No, <laughs> but I think she has back. to keep it blonde for the <laughs> press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that is just one little example of like the shit that you have to do for a movie. So like, why I wouldn't know. you be in a PR relationship? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my whole spiel on Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. And that was Marvel's spiel. Yeah. Marvel agrees. Marvel has to agree. Has lesbian moms. Yeah. Um, So you were listening to a Fluently Forward episode and you heard some stuff that I haven't, I haven't listened to that episode. So right. Yeah. I want to hear the You know, I'd also like to plug my fourth year final essay from my (laughs) seminar class where I wrote an entire essay on like queer women in Hollywood being closeted why common themes in their closeting and like case studies basically it's a 25 page paper Mm -hmm. I might even fucking like into this I don't care I I want people to read this because I did so much research and found out so much shit about um just so much shit about like closeting in Hollywood, but essentially one of the big ones in the Fluently Forward podcast that I was just listening to on my way here, um, it's I think it's episode 26 or 27. It's the one that's like queer women blind items. And the one about Sandra Bullock threw me off so much because apparently she's had a girlfriend for a really long time and they got married like last year. Yeah. Married? Like married. And that threw me off but is also so believable and no, I, I, mean, I believe it the tension between her mm-hmm, and Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. in Ocean's 8 mm-hmm. was gay well I think Sandra Bullock being queer in general is yeah. so believable to me but I think it's even extra believable because she was with um this guy I forget his name but she was with this guy for for 
a while and then they divorced or they like broke up or whatever. I don't even know if they were married. And then she adopted two kids and then her mm. whole thing was like mom duty, like single mom. I'm giving my whole life to this. She even like laid low for a few years and like yeah. really committed to the mom thing and then kind of has gotten back into some more like box office movies in the last few years, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like she was doing such a... She was on her single mom journey and then part of me was also like, you know, they haven't linked her to anybody in a real long time. And I get that you're a single mom and you want to focus on parenting, but you're also in Hollywood Mm -hmm. and you can be with anybody you want, kind of. And there's just so much possibility that I was like, I don't really buy that you're not dating anybody in this whole time. And so what makes sense is that like, you know, she says she's doing her single mom thing and she is, but is just like dating this girl on the side and is now married i guess now that her kids have also like grown up a bit and those kids have lesbian moms kids have lesbian moms wow yeah and and sandra bullock is i know that's crazy i loved her i loved her in um she was in this movie called the net about like identity theft on the internet (laughs) in like the 90s or whatever it was so iconic though and she looks so cute i loved i I also love crash in the 90s i just love sandy b movies she was in miss congeniality miss congeniality love that movie yeah 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 oceans a obviously where she basically like i fucked Kate blanchett on screen oh my god there's a part in that movie basically fucked oh they did everything but fuck i think it's also implied that (laughs) they fuck I think they I think they also implied in kind of the movie to me at least that they like had a relationship before or something or like I don't know didn't it feel like yeah. there was something there was tension there there's a backstory for yeah. them and then they're also at a diner in one scene and then Kate Blanchett's like whatever like something about a diamond and she's like baby we haven't even gotten married or whatever you know what I mean? yeah and she's no like, they were gonna steal me a diamond flirting. yeah and she was like oh baby i haven't even like whatever blah, blah, blah. and she goes she says like honey or baby or something yeah like, she okay. says baby she says baby yeah which is baby. even more incriminating but anyways <laughs> that was a sandy b one and then something that also blew my mind when i was writing that essay in fourth year was queen latifah has had a wife and a baby for a really long time this. this shocked me a wife and a baby and yeah. not only that but they've been like photographed all together so it's not like hidden it's yeah. not a secret it's just so buried yeah and that's okay so that was essentially like my whole dissertation which was like you know lesbians are everywhere truly especially in hollywood because if you think about lesbianism from a practical standpoint too like the ones that can be the most comfortable with their lesbian lifestyle or whatever are the ones who really are not tethered to like men making money for them or getting them anywhere at all and so in some ways it's like yeah at that level of fame and wealth you don't need shit from anybody and you can be as gay as you fucking want but you know you might lose some of that wealth and comfort if you come out i guess so they keep it on the down low but it's like most like if i was a hollywood celebrity like i would be even more tempted to be gay because i'd be like I have everything I want and I need. I don't need to ask anybody for any handouts. I don't have to worry about my like my life and like where I'm going to make money or my accolades. Like I already have all of those things. Um, And then I guess it's just like their managers or their PR people are just like keep it on the down low so you continue to have a career. But in essence, like they have the most access to lesbianism because they have all this like privilege. Really? Yeah. You know, why'd you laugh? 
<laughs> what you the you said the, they have the most access to lesbianism. I mean, they do. <laughs> they do have the most access to lesbianism. It's just so easy. <laughs> Although, you know, they don't, they have maybe the least access to like outness. Right. But the most to gay sex <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. And so that was like what blew my mind. Even like um, Whitney Houston and her oh, yeah. like, lover, Robin. Yeah, yeah. And I think her name was Robin. And they fully had like a full relationship. And then when she kind of got really famous, her people were like, okay, well, you're going to have to dissolve this. And then after her death, her lover wrote this whole memoir about their relationship. And it was like deep and intense and everything. Gail and Oprah, Dolly Parton and her best friend. Like all these cases are like well recorded across random, I don't know, like... Yeah, so there are all these all these people, and um, just really wild. And there's a a singer called Shelley Wright, um, who's like this like country singer and is a lesbian. And like when she came out, she wrote a memoir on what it was like to be closeted and like having everybody in the industry tell her like you quiet and like the psychic and like emotional toll that it took on her. Yeah. Um, and it was really intense and she says, you know, the, the, it's like a, it's like a machine that like chews you up and spits you out and they're like all these different prongs and all these different people who are trying to keep you quiet at all times. Like it's a machine. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's really what it comes down to in like Hollywood and with celebrities. It's just that like, there are all these other people who are tied to you and you determine so many of other people's like jobs and careers yeah. that to keep the whole thing afloat and to not risk you it, they really, anything. yeah. Unless your whole shtick is the gay shtick in which right. like you find a niche and then they like, like you're a Tegan and Sarah exactly. or a Brandy Carlisle or an Ellen DeGeneres. Exactly. But the thing about, you know, even like Tegan and Sarah, Brandy Carlisle, and is that they're never going to be like a, oh, they're never going to be like B A a-listers yeah thing. they're never gonna make that kind of money and that is kind of the trade-off in hollywood it's do you want to be a kaylee kyoko do you want to be the biggest star alive biggest musician alive or do you want to like live your life mm-hmm. even even without gayness i feel like privacy is a big thing like yeah you, you know i don't know it's kind of like what kind of life do you want and i i honestly can truly say i would never want that level of fame because i think it would be so suffocating oh yeah and it's no way to live no. you know it's just like you're linked to all these things that are like way bigger than even your industry, like links to politics. It links to like, hey, it links to, I don't know, like public opinion. It links to the zeitgeist. Like it's so many things that you can influence and nobody should have that level of power. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I really think that also at a certain point in people's careers, when they are ready to relinquish some of that power, then they actually come out like Jodie yeah. Foster, you know, came yeah. out late in her game. Even Case Stu, I feel like waited till the peak was over. Then she came out. Like I feel like mm-hmm. once you get to that peak, you're kind of like, hey, I just want to, I just want to vibe now. Yeah, like I'll come. But out. you do have a lot of celebrities coming out as bi. Oh, but you don't have a lot of celebrities yeah. coming out as lesbians. Okay, which yeah. I think is another whole other thing mm-hmm. because it's okay. You can be out as long mm-hmm. as you still have a, an a, a proximity to men. Yes. I actually because wrote, then you can still you're still desirable you can still be in all these movies mm-hmm. and men can still know oh i can still fuck you even exactly. though they would never be able to it's like exactly get to this person mm-hmm. but they can still dream mm-hmm. um, and and they can still see it on screen or like see it in your life yeah. or whatever like they still see you know some of that and so some of what i wrote sorry go ahead no no no. i just had mm-hmm. a saoirse ronan 
has mm. got to be gay. Saoirse Ronan has got to be gay. And kind of very, you know, she gave an interview with Ellen where she was like, I never go on dates. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you or can you just not tell us what dates I are going on? I feel like she can't. She, it's the latter. Also, yeah. she had that whole fucking movie with Kate Winslet where they're like on top of oh, each other they the were whole time. literally fucking. What's it called? The Mennonite movie? Ammonite. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the Mennonite. What the fuck? Is, I didn't even watch it. I was Ammonite. like, I don't know why. It wasn't that good. I bet. Especially, you know, like, except for, for maybe that cast, like, mm. come on. You mm-hmm. could have given us something more. Mm-hmm. Put Saoirse Ronan in another lesbian movie. Mm. I've also heard um, Rachel McAdams. Mm. Yeah. And apparently really? she lived with her like gay brother in, in the annex in Toronto in like oh. the early 2000s or 90s or whatever. According to my lesbian prof, like my lesbian studies prof. Oh, she also said um, that there's this whole like underground network of like in New York City in the 90s, like all the bars that celebrities would frequent. There was like it was so well known, like who wow. was gay and who wasn't even Jodie Foster's like roommate in like college or something i think was like would go to these lesbian bars and be like oh yeah jody would like bring girls home all the time and like my lesbian professor would hear that from the horse's yeah. mouth you know yeah and yeah. be like okay so that's that's that that's it then <laughs> and i i do think that lesbians have this standard where they're kind of like they can do that like respectful thing of being like you know i just give you the nod i know who you are i know but i'm never gonna I'm not yeah. gonna put it out there but i i like i just understand like the limitations and, and you're just gay to me like it's fine yeah um but i was sorry on that bi woman thing the uh, why a lot oh, of celebrities yes. are also bi is because and or not why they're bi but because why it's easier for them to be out compared to lesbians is that there's also that like forbidden like tantalizing kind of like scandalous element of like you're bi that's like sexy that's mm. like hot also in part because it's related to like men being like oh i can still desire you there's that threesome fantasy they're like Ugh, all these so other shitty things. and biphobic so shitty and biphobic but in that machine in that world also a marketing tactic also mm. like a pr strategy oh you're bi yeah. you're like even hotter now megan fox right you know for example like yeah everybody wants to be you everybody wants to fuck you and you want to fuck everybody else like that's kind of the yeah. message that they're giving right it like, like reduces them to not even human beings they're just mm-hmm. objects of desirability mm-hmm. at that point exactly and that, it sucks yeah also sorry for our audio listeners i put you want to fuck everybody else in air quotes i don't <laughs> actually feel like megan fuck i yeah, really I hope really not don't. you know <laughs> except but the bar is also weird with mgk i don't fucking know what's going on with that yeah i don't know yeah. Oh, and then you start getting these like you know bi fantasy couples like MGK and Megan Fox, where oh, it's like yeah. oh they're both kind they're of like yeah, and it's like you want them both. Oh my god, I'm probably not going to include this part in. Um, okay, we can't talk about anything we just talked about. But no, sorry, <laughs> this redacted. But what we can say off of that, and I wanted to mention is like sometimes it's such a cultural thing too. Obviously, like religious and like religion culture, all these things. But it's such a thing of like honor nobility like disgrace to the family even that like you can't it's not even just about like coming out for you it's about like your implied connections and like even the people that you've been with the whole harry and louis thing right this is probably the biggest like gay man one right the one direction harry and louis thing being like harry is so right there at the edge of it where like everyone kind of just assumes he's some form of queer anyways but he can like never really yeah for not a while maybe or ever because it implies louis right away mm. which is such a 
I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, don't we all know this? Isn't it such common knowledge? Like, why are you even not saying it? But then I remember that there are like non-gay people in the world who really like, and there's more of them than there are of us. Yeah. Or they're louder or they just have more power. And they're very angry. And they're very angry. So they would actually probably have much more of a reaction. To me, it's kind of like nothing's going to happen, but I know that that's not true. Yeah. I live in a different bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Harry and Louis like compilation videos? <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> like, I want somebody to look at me that way. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. The gaze. Holy shit. Yeah. Like the gaze, not the, the gaze. G-A-Z-Ed. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, Sean Mendez. Oh. He's apparently not touring right now because of anxiety. And oh, I'm like, well, no fucking shit. This guy got absolutely shit on is like constantly being like ridiculed for his potential sexuality which like we know Mm -hmm. but like i wouldn't want to tour either yeah i I wouldn't be i wouldn't want to be in the public eye i sean mendez lives in toronto and i want to run into this motherfucker so bad Cass ran into sean mendez my friend serena ran into sean where where did Cass run into uh sean uh sean mendez came into the store Cass works at saying my friend served coffee to sean mendez (laughs) okay so we gotta get some service industry jobs asap and run into sean mendez i just and be like be free literally i want to just in the most subtle but intense way possible look him in the eye and be like you know your art really inspires a lot of people and you're very well loved I really want the best for you while like really glaring into his soul. And I want him to just know what I mean. Like, I, know. I just want, and he would like, that's the fucking thing. I know. Colton Hayes. Oh yeah. Gave this whole interview. And it's like one of the most quoted ones because he's one of the only people who's spoken about it so openly, but he's fully like, they gave me a girlfriend. They tried to get rid of my lisp. They talked about the way that I walked. Like, yeah they're crazy like they're out here like literally puppeteering you to make sure that you're not like whatever and i feel like sean mendez must feel the weight of that so hard but then yeah. part of me is also like you know not to go back to the beginning of this but life is short like it's hard you you've made some money cash out and go be free go be out yeah i don't know yeah like release your little albums do you need to tour no yeah. at this point he's set for life yeah and I'm just like, I don't know. For them, I think it's that still that like not being able to let go of that dream or like wanting to still like be this like yeah. mega pop star, which is so fair. But yeah, is it worth it? Sometimes I don't know. Like, I know. I keep trying to find blinds on Phoebe Bridgers and Paul Mescal, um, and like what happened on apparently with oh. Bo Burnham. Oh wow! And I'm like, I gotta be honest. I feel I'm so sorry lesbians I feel no ways about Phoebe Bridgers or Paul Mescal no I don't feel any I don't I don't look at Phoebe and I'm like oh gorgeous okay I'm like I like your music sure yeah yeah. okay um that's kind of where I'm at too yeah okay I actually think Paul Mescal Paul Mescal whatever Mm -hmm. uh, for a man is very pretty do I want to be with Paul Mescal? I don't know about no. that. <laughs> I think he's that. a pretty man. I think he's pretty. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I think he's an attractive man. You're fucking joking <laughs> right now. You're going to look at me and you're going to tell me you think so this man is pretty. pretty. I think he's pretty. Which part of him is no, pretty? Right. This is ugly. But he's pretty in normal people. 
Okay, okay, so the lighting you're and the right. editing. These this are is not, not good. I, all, I dare to say I find Joe Alwyn slightly more pretty than Oh, Paul yeah, Mescal. he is. He is. Mescal, Mescal. Yeah. He doesn't do it for me. You know, my... I think he's on... Ew, the pedo stash. Ew. <laughs> I think he's, like, about as attractive as Phoebe Bridgers, though. Like, they mm. seem like a match. To, maybe she's I prettier. Think Phoebe Women are Bridgers just prettier. is, like, prettier to me. Yeah. Maybe in this photo he's not so bad, but still pretty. I hate his hair. <laughs> I hate his hair. I hate his mustache. No. I'm not getting it. You know, I feel like my type in men, though, even from just like obviously purely aesthetic, is um, more like the more like a Zane type, oh, like I a Zane One Direction. Zane. Zane's so cute. I like like a little bad boy type. You yeah. know? Oh, oh! I also like the guy who plays um, Denver in Money Heist. Even though I think he's maybe a little actually ugly, but he's kind of hot in that show. I don't know. Well, that's He's how I Spanish. feel about Paul Mescal. Mm-hmm. Look up What's his name? Denver Money Heist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. He's a little, I don't know, maybe in some of these shots, not the best. But in the show, he's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like there's like a personality yeah, that comes along with is. the character. <laughs> but Zane, just even like without the person. Actually, Zane probably better off without the personality. Oh, just yeah. looks like he's kind of hot. Yeah, he's a pretty man you know also sorry now this is like my like guilty pleasure man but like i think nick jonas is hot no too. no 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 if you're gonna pick a jonas it's gotta be joe no ew okay joe is too twinky for wait, me wait can i tell you yeah. lines about joe oh, and sophie yes. sorry just to finalize i thought nick oh, jonas right. when his head was shaved in his jealous era was like no. my favorite sorry go ahead. okay i don't know i think he's hot that's that's fair but wrong <laughs> Fair. I'll take that. I'll take that. You can have Nick Jonas. I can have Paul Mescal. You From can have distance, Joe Jonas. I don't know. I don't want what? Joe Jonas. Okay. You want Paul Mescal? No, I don't want sure. Paul Mescal. But I'm saying I look at him and I'm yeah, like, that's fine. I don't fine. want Nick Like, I can look at you. Um, what, what is he saying? Oh, yeah, the blinds on Joe Jonas yeah, and Sophie yeah. Turner. So apparently he, like, has been cheating on her the whole time. So, okay. like, they try and bring in a third. Like, she's like, okay, let's try and bring, let's bring he's, in someone. Sorry, he's been cheating on her? Not that I think she's the most, like... I think beautiful she's setting, pretty whatever. stunning. She's though. like she's got like one of those faces that's just different, and it's like interesting to look at. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and also, I just think she seems to have a better personality than him. I'm like, you oh, don't yeah. even have the kind of yeah. charm that would allow you to. I know, you know. So he's been cheating on her since the start of their relationship, basically. So they like always bring in thirds. They always go like hire escorts or whatever. And apparently, Maisie Williams so Sof- and Sophie Turner fell out because they had a threesome with with Maisie Williams. And then Joe Jonas tried to get with her per- alone with Maisie Williams. Like he just tried to like fuck her without Sophie. And then Sophie and Maisie fell out because of that. So tired. I'm like, leave the man I'm and so stay tired. with the best friend. Like, yeah, literally. Ugh. You know, sorry, sidebar. I have a story. <laughs> um, one time I dated someone whose best friend was dating this guy. And then she and this guy and her best friend had a threesome together. Kind of similar mm-hmm. vibe as this. And then the two of them were like the two girls were like it was like weird it was like crying screaming throwing up but like partially because of like i felt like it got gay for a second between them Mm. and maybe they like 
something happened there and then they made it about like the guy and jealousy and whatever but it was really like their lesbian drama yeah anyways (laughs) and sometimes i think about that because i'm like women sometimes occasionally i feel like will settle for these situations in which they can maybe like explore gayness but like Mm -hmm. under the guise of like a threesome or whatever and i'm like if you're curious just fuck each other although i know you know don't go after lesbians no i'll say like don't do that we're tired we're done with you unless someone is like actively advertising that they're okay and they're they're whatever but you know just go find your straight best friend who also seems to have this like weird curiosity that you do and be like should we just try making out yeah (laughs) and like leave the guy out of the equation why do you always have to do it under this like premise of like oh join me in my like bf yeah 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 Yeah. like yeah don't let him reap the benefits. Like, do you want some? Sure. Apparently, Joe Jonas is bi too. I so see that. I fully like. He's a twink to me. Like, she's out. Sophie Turner's out as yeah. bi. Another thing with women in Hollywood, it's okay if they're bi because that's sexy. It's not okay if he's bi. Oh, yeah, because he's gay. It's gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd argue, to me, obviously, gay men are way more attractive than straight men. In looks, in vibes. Oh, yeah. They're just, like, a little bit more secure, mm-hmm. I think. Not all of them, obviously. This is, like, generalization. But that makes them... It gives them a better sense of style. Mm-hmm. gives them a better personality. You know, they're usually more, like... Usually a little bit less misogynistic. Although gay men can be very misogynistic. But yeah. usually, like... It helps, you know, it can. It has the potential to. Yeah. And so a lot of the guys that I even find like I'm attracted to, like on the street or like in life or whatever, they're honestly queer or like bi or whatever. Yeah. Uh, That's fair. Mm-hmm. We digress. We digress. Um should we jump into our song of the week? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um I feel like our phones are both there, <laughs> so we have to pull from Top Hat. Um I honestly haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. Me neither. Or like, well, no. I kind of want to pull something from the SZA album because, like, <laughs> that's rough. Um, yeah, I want to like, but I feel like I haven't been listening to the SZA album like mm-hmm. lately. But mm-hmm. I did listen to that for like a month mm-hmm. straight. That's true. The SZA album like continues to be my like go-to mm-hmm. one because I haven't found anything else that's like really pulls my attention the same way. What yeah. are your favorite songs off of it? Maybe. My favorite songs off of the SZA album were uh, Special, mm. You Got Me Onto Snooze, mm. Gone Girl has been my favorite mm-hmm. from like the first listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like Nobody Gets Me. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, and I feel like I'm forgetting one. It's a long track list. Yeah, it is. My tattoo... The tattoo I recently got is a lyric from Good Days. Although Good Days has been out literally since 2020. But I think that's also why I got it. Because I feel like it's it's a song that's really gotten me through the last couple of years too. Yeah. Um, and it says, all the while, I'll await my armored fate with a smile. Yeah. That was a really good lyric off that. I like Good Days a lot too. Even though it's like, you know. Yeah. Any other ones? Far. Far? Is really good <laughs> yeah it's so good far is really good i think far is actually my favorite mm-hmm. far is really high up there for me far i don't know if i know my number one yet but far 
I really like low. Um, I yeah, like used. Really yeah, used is good too. Um, I liked smoking on my X pack. Oh, I really like conceited. Okay, so the whole, the album, whole album, really. But what I will say, okay, no, maybe I'll, I should really snooze is also. Re- I think snooze is my most played one mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I'm willing to bet nobody gets me is gonna be in my like. Okay. Because I, it's the one that I like can listen to the most. Yeah, that's nice for me. I think mm-hmm. like I like far more, mm-hmm. but I listen to it less. I think I like snooze the best, and I listen to it the best. Maybe I'm willing to go on a limb and say that right now. But I also really love the opening track SOS. Mm. It's one that I yeah, also repeatedly too. go back to. So maybe those are my top two. But honestly, I was about to be like and special and Ghost <laughs> in the Machine and yeah. like fucking all of these. Yeah, but Snooze and SOS probably are my top ones, at least right now, or have been in the last month. It kind of also changes, like, week to week. Yeah. But I really like how it's, like, a nice, long album. It's cohesive. Yeah. It even makes the older songs, like, live a second life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I pay attention to them more now. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Drop your celebrity brand items in the mm-hmm. comments if you know anything, because I'm literally so hungry. Spill that tea. Yeah. Or where? Okay. Yeah. Spill <laughs> that tea. <laughs> Girl boss, girly pop. Spill that tea. Um, and let us know if there's hey any girl. podcast. I saw you from across the bar. I got so many brand ambassador DMs. You know, me too. It's so Leave annoying. me alone. I'm like, I fucking just, I'm going to block you. Also fully for like MLMs, you know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- that's all they are. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. drop your podcast, blind items, whatever else in the comments. We are thirsty for this shit. Yeah. And our next app is going to be with Tony, who's on her way here. Nobody knows who maybe we've mentioned we've, Tony okay. quite a bit. She's one of our friends, for but our, I feel like, like we need to subscribers. Yeah, the yeah. People who like actually actively watch. Yes. Your fave Tony. Tony is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. See you then. Yes. Bye. Bye.